What is up ladies and gentlemen, what a fantastic time to be alive. Let's take it all in. Here we are once again at the standard of success, the epitome of excellence. This is the one, the only constructing the beast and I am your one, your only host, Darius Riddick, aka Warline One and what, yeah, hey look, look, what a fantastic fucking time to be alive. There is no better time in the world in history, in the the flow of the universe to be alive than right now. Because right now, what do we have? We have the one thing that remains concurrent throughout the entire existence that you may have. Whether that be 10, 20, 50, 80, 200 years. I don't know how time really works. But it's the opportunity to become a better version of yourself. And by being here, that is what you are doing. And for that, I am grateful and you should congratulate yourself because just being here, think about it, you are doing what hundreds of millions of people throughout history have never done and will never do. So you are already light years of who you, ahead of who you were yesterday. That is fucking fantastic, okay? And, I, and I'm proud, grateful, humbled to be here along this wild ride with you all. And I'm so very interested to see where it takes us, right? Because, man, oh, man, uh nobody knows okay um so into what we're talking about today so again if you are not familiar with what constructing the beast is and this may be your first time listening in then please familiarize yourself with the past episodes because it is it is my guarantee that you will find something that may spark an idea in your mind or may challenge your way of thinking or may even encourage you to make some a couple positive and proactive changes right because that's that's at the end of the day that's all you really can do and um if you don't then by all means i would love to sit down and have a conversation with you because that means you are a motherfucking genius and you know I want to talk to you, so please, please, if you do find something in this show that does one of the above things, then please share it with someone. Encourage that shared knowledge, that shared information, because information shared, again, is like taking a form of currency that never loses its value and multiplying it, and then giving it away, and it multiplies again, and then constantly spreading it until it's it's massive. It, it keeps growing more and more and more because what is information if you just keep it to yourself? You can't use it anymore once you've gotten it. Share it with someone and they'll share something with you, something that you may not have known. And that's how everyone gets better, right? So with that being said, wherever you are in your life, you have in some way, shape or form had some kind of goal or some kind of aspect in order to live your best life. Whatever it is that you dream of, it is your version of success. That is your version of achievement. That is your version of your best life. And the crazy thing is that it's always evolving. It's constantly changing. So whatever it was 10 years ago may not be the same ideals that you have today. Whatever five years ago, two years ago, one year ago, hell, even three days ago, yesterday, today, you may have gotten up and said, you know what? Maybe I want to do something different. And that is okay. Whatever version of that you may experience today or whatever vision that you may have in your mind at this current moment that 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 is your that is your responsibility that that is your 
role to fill and no one can take that away from you and no one can tell you what it is that you have to fill in that role but one thing that whatever it is that you may see whether it's a doctor a banker you know an instructor a teacher or just a really great parent or somebody who just wants to emulate a certain role for others and to really be a great role model whatever role that it is that you want to fill what they all have in common is that they require that you constantly strive to become a better version of yourself and live your absolute best life. So something that we're really going to capitalize on in this episode that we talked about in one of the previous episodes is this idea of, of self-awareness, right? All these roles, being able to fill them effectively stems from your level of self-awareness. The more self-aware you are and able to dissect your innermost thoughts, <laughs> as, as scary as that could be sometimes, in actions for that matter, the better your chances are of being able to appropriately interact with your environment and fill those roles. So, for us, for everyone, this is important because life is generally so fucking dynamic that it's almost impossible to grasp what tomorrow is going to bring or hell. I mean, even the rest of today, for that matter, you know, that unpredictability in itself is very very scary, right? And because of how we're wired, right, our ancestral makeup and the fight or flight mechanism, um it's constantly on alert. So naturally, the mind wants to take the path of least resistance and flight because you save yourself a hell of a lot of pain this way. And, you know, it, it's like saying that ignorance is bliss. But nowadays and some a concept that we've lost over you know a couple hundred years, you know, ignorance will get you killed physically and mentally. And cra- the crazy shit is that a lot of people will not actively participate in the hunt of becoming more self-aware because it is quite unnatural right to actively take climate surveys of yourself is just not something that people are are really meant to do right because but but look check this out imagine if you were able to alter your reality if someone came to you and said look you, I will give you the ability to alter your reality. What would your response be? If some, what if someone told you already, it's like, hey, you know that when you were born, you began developing the ability to directly influence and alter your reality. A lot of people are going to be like, yo, what the fuck is this dude smoking? And uh, there's going to be a certain amount of people that are that are going to be curious. Mm, you know, I, I don't know, man. I'm not too sure. And then some people are going to be neutral. And then a hell of a lot of people are just going to fucking ignore it, you know. And there's always going to be this huge range of dynamic of people. But what if, what if I was to come and tell you, be that crazy dude for a second, humor me, that you are actively developing the ability to alter your reality to be in complete control of your environment, right? By being completely self-aware, you are able to alter your train of thoughts and manifest that into emotional and physical beings. And doing so is directly challenging the societal ideas of normal, of average, of just like everyone else, of having all those excuses that in turn are just going to make you mediocre, Okay, everyone thinks that you have to be in a position of power to have influence or know the right people or even have a certain job. And in reality, none of that shit really matters if you aren't self-aware. Of course, it plays 
a pretty huge role in some instances. But not everyone can fill those roles. You can't just pluck someone off the street. Someone just gets lucky, fills fills that role, and then they're successful at it. You know, it's like when people give um, the the politicians and like the president shit for like things that they said or things that they did. And it's like, look, it, it takes a lot to fill those roles where there's a lot of influence, a lot of pressure, and and there's a lot on your neck, on your head, you know, people always coming at your throat left to right, the things you do, the things you say, the music you listen to, the way you walk, the places you eat, where you go. At the end of the day, the, the person fill that role is human, you know, so there, there are going to be clinical errors made, there are going to be just just things that label them as not being perfect. But even in that sense, to get to that position, it requires a lot of time, a lot of patience, uh, and so many other different things that really go go into that. And the point being is not just anybody can fill these roles. So not just anyone can be put into a role of influence or power and suddenly they're the most self-aware motherfucker on the world, right? It takes steps in order to get there. So if you don't love yourself and you don't live consciously, you're living to die, okay? So some of the most effective people in the world got to where they are by being self-aware. It's a mind and life management technique that's not talked about enough, okay? Mostly because it's hard, really, really fucking hard, and it takes a lot of reps to get it right. But, but, and that's a big but there, right? It's a big juicy booty. If you can start now and begin to master that principle, in theory, you can control your environment by means of self efficacy okay and if you begin this process now wherever you are in life you are light years ahead of future you if you avoid it you fall behind now not everyone is on the same page when we talk about these things right but if you feel as though the difficulty of analyzing who you are to get to where you want to be is going to be more of a challenge then you have to understand a certain role is not for you. Because if you imagine a position of power or influence or great wealth or even the head of your family that's going to set a new president, that's going to build generational wealth or that's going to break the generational curses and to set the example to show like, yo, I'm not some fucking statistic. I can do it. You know, that requires a lot of effort. That requires a lot of momentum. It requires a lot of education and a fuck ton of repetitions. But it first starts with those reps and becoming a better version of yourself and analyzing who you are and developing a high level of self-efficacy and self-awareness. Now, the question remains, how do we get to that point? Well, that's what we're here to talk about. All great things have to start somewhere. And for us, it starts with the concept we mentioned in the previous episode, and that's self-love. Okay. Now, one thing that I didn't mention in the last episode, at least I don't think I did, that I want to highlight once again, is that self-love isn't about being comfortable. You know, I think nowadays we really get the whole idea of self-love really confused with the 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 social influences and, and just all, all kinds of bullshit that rains down when people think is right. So what we're really referring to is that, and, and some people think that when I talk about self-love, I'm like, you know, just 
accept who you are and love your body for how it is and you know stop talking down about other people and all this other you know punk ass bullshit and that's not what we are referring to right self-love isn't being comfortable there is a huge difference being comfortable is accepting life as it is right it's an open acknowledgement to being the victim like a lot of people like to play this whole fucking victim role because if you claim the victim card then things that happen to you can't possibly be your fault right and and what what that does is take a lot of blame out of the individual and in reality ladies and gentlemen you have so much more fucking control over your life and over your environment than people actually realize and you know if you check the quote out in when we started uh constructing the beasts the one way people release relinquish their power is by thinking that they don't have any if you don't think you have any power then you're powerless, right? If you don't openly acknowledge the fact that, yo, you can take control of your life, then how can you even say that what's going on isn't your fucking fault, okay? So self-love is the conscious acknowledgement that no matter who you are or what you have, you can always improve on your well-being. I'll say that again. Self-love is the conscious acknowledgement that no matter who you are, or what you have, you can always improve on your well-being. By doing so, you are able to live a more fulfilling and goal-crushing life. And on top of that, improve the lives of those under your scope of influence. So not only are you making yourself better, but you're making those that come into contact with you that much better. And you know what happens when you do that? they repay that favor. And then the people that they did that to repay that favor. And it's this constant fucking ass-kicking cycle where people continuously make each other better, share wealth, and holy shit, it's almost like that's what Constructing the Beast is about. All right? So that in itself is the most important and potent form of self-awareness. And there's three ways that we can make that happen. So number one, and my absolute favorite, because the way that society is going now and our generation and the fact that everything is shared, social media is so prevalent, it just it just ruffles my jimmies to be able to say this. Number one on the path to self-love is stop comparing yourself to other people, right? I'm not sure if people realize how dangerous it is to compare yourself to someone physically, financially, or emotionally, right? Whether it be a celebrity, a friend, or a family member, um, especially in the world of highlight reels, you are only seeing the end result because naturally, that's what people want to show the world. No one wants to talk about the heartbreak, the fr the frustration, the delineation of self worth, and the sheer fucking difficulty that goes with pursuing and accomplishes accomplishing goals of any level, right? Even when they do. And I see this a lot, too. It's a form of like self-righteous high horse standpoint that yields a, oh, look what I did perspective. Like, look at me like I'm better than you guys. And it's like it's like when people show off flashy cars or high dollar businesses or nice bodies. But when someone reaches out to be like, hey, man, you know, I, you know, I want to emulate you. I like your stuff. Like, can you show me how to get better? Can you show me like what do I need to do? And they don't help for fuck all. It's like what? It, so what's the point of you even posting this shit? It's like, just look at me. It's stuff like that. You got to be really, really careful about. Okay. And that's what social media is, right? It can be used as a proactive tool to network 
or an outright weapon to permeate your deepest insecurities, right? So by using it, you have to be very fucking careful which position you're coming from. It's okay to want to emulate a certain trait or accomplishment of someone else, right? I'm not saying that, you know, you see someone that you really look up to and you're like, oh man, that person's like, he's got a really nice body or he looks like he's a really great dad. He takes care of his family or, you know, she is a really, you know, a really high powered businesswoman who gets shit done. Like I want to emulate those kind of traits. That's great. But never want to replace your life with someone else's. Never say like, oh man, I wish I was that person or I wish I was that person or I, I'm shitty because I'm not person. There's only one of you in the world. There's only you. You are the only one that thinks like you, that feels like you, that looks like you. There is only one fucking you and at no point ever should you ever want to be replaced by someone else that isn't who you are. Okay? It's important that everything you digest mentally is towards a positive outcome, which is a positive train of thinking. Make sure that it's not causing negative self-talk or negative thoughts. That is so important because now we're not getting into, we're not just talking about like physical actions, right? We're talking about what is going to be branded into your subconscious mind and what you, everything you do, everything you say, everything you hear, everything you eat, everything you watch, it's all being branded into, into your subconscious mind in some way, form or fashion. So it's important to recognize that it is in a positive light. Remember what you are looking at is just a snippet of what people go through. So you can't compare yourself to 1% of the other 100%. There's only one of you. And at no point should you ever want to trade spaces with someone else because Lord knows what kind of fucking baggage that comes with, all right? All right. Let's go ahead and tone it down there a bit. Okay, let's go ahead and hop into number two. So this one's a bit shorter, but again, it is very, very prevalent. So I had, you know, I had to talk on it. Okay, number two in our path to self-love is accept the things that you've done in your life as lessons to be learned, not mistakes. Okay, everyone, every single person, again, I don't care who the fuck it is, what they have, what position they hold, what kind of money they have. Everyone at some point in their life has had a definitive moment where they look back and they wish they could change it. Now, the only difference between the people that you see that may be high powering or very successful and they're still operating after decades, you know, of so many different things is the fact that they've learned how to cope with those events and then use them to their advantage. Right. That's where the importance comes in. You need to use those events, those things that you've done or, you know, those lessons that you learned to your advantage. Dwelling on the past is a surefire way to never grow and always wonder that that oh, that incessant. What if? OK, that what if it, it, it has a way of just deteriorating mental health faster than anything else. OK. Time is naturally going to pass anyway. And you can't fucking rewind it, right? This isn't Prince of Persia. You can't press R and B and fucking somehow like run back across the wall, okay? You, you, hey, uh, f- real quick, shout out to those of you who understood that reference. You're awesome, all right? So take what you can and use those lessons to make yourself more lethal and effective as a leader and as a person, right? No matter how severe those consequences were or have seemed, Right. There's no worse consequence than living in the purgatory of the past. Instead, 
begin a transformation towards the future by focusing on the life that you have left. Again, I get it, right? I'm no stranger to this shit. It's easier said than done. Of course it is. But the difference is you have control over the future and you can, in theory, alter it. But there ain't shit that you can do with the past, player. And even then, who knows what you imagine would have even had a better outcome if you did change it. And number three for today, ladies and gentlemen, certainly not the last and certainly not the least, is keep working on you. No matter who you are and no matter where you are. Okay? Everyone is on their own journey. No one's path is exactly the same can you imagine for a second if you could map everyone's path and line them all up and try to match all of them you would fucking die trying to match all the paths up because they just it just wouldn't be the same there'd be so many different twists turns bumps rocks all kinds of shit going on you'd be like wow even people who may have graduated together went through doctorate school together even work in the same firm that doesn't mean that their emotional and mental paths were the same. They may encounter different different obstacles that just that may that weren't publicized, right? So remember that even dark green grass is shit brown when you stand on it long enough. Never be afraid to take chances. Holy shit to all my youngins out there, to everyone in their 20s, 30s, 40s, however you yo, take a chance, man. Don't be afraid to take chances because it's one of the most relieving feelings in the world when you get, when you muster the courage to just fucking go for it. Like, send it, son. Take the chance. Because if you don't take a chance, you make a plan to lose. At least if you lose, you lose on your own accord. And even when we do lose, it ain't a loss, right? It's a blessing. It's a, it's a blessing in disguise and it's a lesson learned. And then what do we do? What do we do when we learn our lessons? We take them and use them to our advantage. So worst case, it doesn't work out. But at least you learn something that made you better, that made you operate more strategically, more effective, that made you smarter, something that you wouldn't have learned without it. And even if you fall flat on your face, you did what hundreds of millions of people will not ever do. You hear what I'm saying? If you gave this podcast this episode to hundreds of millions of people there will still be hundreds of millions of people that it goes in one ear and out the other that don't want to make that conscious effort to get better and that's okay but you being here and being able to implement this stuff you're already doing it you're already surpassing your peers you're already setting yourself up for a bigger better brighter juicier future okay think about it for a second Fear is the one catalyst or deterrent, if you will, to some of the biggest moves in life. It can be your recipes to success, right? The fear of mediocrity or dying without making a difference, or it can be your worst enemy, the fear of failure. But if you can muster the courage to chase after what you desire and challenge the path set before you, then there's no reason why you can't have everything you dream of and more. Yeah, baby, see you back in my zone.